Are you new to the indie publishing world? Do you want to know if self-publishing is right for you? You've come to the right place, where you'll find tips, tricks, and the answers to the questions you've always had about writing, marketing, and self-publishing. Welcome to the Hot Mess Writer's Life. Help for the indie author with me, Lynn Howard. Today on Hot Mess Author, we have one of my favorite people in the world, Dahlia Rose. Dahlia Rose is the USA Today best-selling multi-genre author from urban fantasy to romance with a hint of Caribbean spice. She was born and raised on the Caribbean island of Barbados and now currently lives in Charlotte, North Carolina. Her life revolves around her five kids who she affectionately nicknamed the children of the corn. I'm going to have to get the story behind that. And her husband and longtime love, who is also an honorable retired army veteran. She has a love of dark fantasy, sci-fi, and the things that go bump in the night. With over seven dozen books published, Dahlia has become a reader favorite, not only because of her writing, but her vivacious attitude and talking to her fans online and at various events. Her books feature strong heroines with a Caribbean or African-American culture that is showcased in the vibrancy of her words. Books and writing are her biggest passions, and she hopes to open your imagination to the unknown between between the pages of the of her books. Welcome, Dahlia. Hey, how are you? I'm so excited to have you on. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Before we do anything, I gotta know. The children of the corn? Oh, they are <laughs> there's something. Let's just let's just say that. Um my kids and we from the time they were growing up, we just spent each the entire time trying to prank each other so they usually get me or I get them so I nicknamed them the children of the corn when they decide to combine you know become one super kid and decide to take me out oh that's hilarious I would try to prank my kids but then their pranks would turn into something that I had to clean up later so oh, yeah my <laughs> kids are more fun when I have to do it yeah they're more diabolical than that they just try to terrify me and you know make me go gray <laughs> Girl, I got your gray hair if you want it. No, you don't even want to know. Shoot. I'm I'm growing it out right now, and I keep going back and forth between, I'm just going to dye it. I'm just going to dye it. I can't go quietly into that dark night. My family um, turns gray from about 35, and I'm like, nope, 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 not doing it. Oh, my sister started at 17. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I I have more gray hair than my mother. Oh, gosh. You guys win. Yeah, she turns 69 tomorrow, and I have more gray hair than she does. That's the same thing with my mom. My mom's hair is, like, gorgeous, and I was like, you still have black in your hair, and you turned it blonde, and I'm here dying mine red because you gave me all the gray hair. Thanks for that. (laughs) So I told my kids, I didn't have wrinkles or gray hair before I became a mama. (laughs) They did that all to me. Oh, yeah, definitely. You grew up in the Barbados. When did you move, uh, well, to North Carolina or to America? How old were you? Uh, I moved to New York when I was 20, maybe 19, 20. My dad was already set up there and I, you know, moved and stayed with him and my um, younger sister and my mom. Um, So I have two older brothers and an older sister still in Barbados and a bunch of cousins, aunts, uncles. So when we go back there, it's a party. (laughs) Yeah, you just went, didn't you, just recently? Yeah, we went um, last year for three weeks. And I think that my liver is still trying to recover because everything... (laughs) 
everything has rum in it. Everything has <laughs> rum. And I was like, how much of this can we possibly drink? But they proved to me that we could drink a lot of rum over three weeks. And I was like, wow. Uh, I don't know. I think I'm going to have to go with you for that to be proven. Oh, I don't definitely. Know. They, the rum punch is sweet. It's delicious, but it packs a punch. And I learned that the hard way multiple times. And you'd think I'd know better since I lived there. <laughs> My my aunt is uh, Chilean. She's from Chile, moved here when she married my uncle. And she keeps trying to get me to go with her, but she shows me pictures. I'm like, there are so many people. Yeah. <laughs> there are so many people. I am not a people person. You would yeah. think I am, but I'm not. I know the same thing. I'm like, okay, we just not go on the beach and hang yeah. out at the boat yard. And they bring their food to you and the water's always mild and warm and you know low tide and they bring your food and they bring your drinks but then you have to go visit family oh Um, yeah yeah when I moved to New York I stayed there till about 2005 and then I met my husband totally happenstance I was his pen pal on a dot the hero and we kind of connected and then he came and he's he had a two-week um, stay from deployment, and he came and visited me. And then next thing you know, I'm living in North Carolina and making a home. Y'all been married like 50 years, too, haven't you? Uh, yeah, we've been married for 13, but we've been together for 16 years now, maybe. Uh- that's like me and my husband. We've been together 16, married 14 as of February. Uh, yeah. Basically, we're old married couple now. Yeah. But that's the best. We were just laughing about that the other night, how, you know, the the new is kind of fun, the first kiss and everything. Yeah. But when you're so comfortable that you're laughing during sex, I mean, <laughs> come on. You know, he sits beside me while I'm watching Thirst Traps on TikTok. I'm like, it's book research. Exactly. It's you know, book it's research. Book. I got to find my next not. hero. I dress mine up in kilts and make him go to um, events with me and use him as, you know, use him as promo production. He's also he's also the manager, the groupie and the tape, the person that puts up the you know table and breaks everything down. So he's multifaceted and talented that way. I've only taken mine to one and he, eh, it's not his thing. I go to the car shows with him because, you know, he does a lot of pen striping, but he's only been to it just wasn't his thing. So I usually take my son. My son loves the conventions. Oh, yeah. My husband loves them. And, you know, we love costuming and cosplaying. So if we're not at a book convention, we're at a sci-fi convention and we are cosplaying. I actually think I want to cost. I only have one event planned this year. I'm not. I'm an extroverted introvert. I can talk to you all day long. But I don't want to. Exactly. So, but I only have one event planned this year, and it's in September. And I, I think I want to cosplay. But I was, I was thinking about Jesse from uh, Toy Story. Mm-hmm. But I just started imagining all the Andes coming. So <laughs> I don't feel like collapsing every few minutes. You I think know? that you should go with you. You do such great fifties pinup, and I'm like, why don't you just do that? That's your thing. I'm so jealous of your your hair and your oh. your dresses. I'm like, ah, can I just be her now? I don't even do it anymore. I got so no. lazy and yeah, I got late. And then I put on some weight because I had thyroid issues and I'm in a puzzle. So nothing fits right now. So I've got it all packed away. It's oh, waiting man. for me. It's you waiting know, for me. You can be one of those curvaceous, you know, Ruben-esque with these pinups. They are gorgeous. Yeah, so. but that would mean more shopping. 
How is that a bad thing? I don't like to close shop. Why you go online? I don't. I hate close shopping too. And I'm like buying stuff online. Fingers crossed that it fit. But right, yeah. I, I tried the Wish.com thing one time. No, no, no. no yeah, one time. That. Yeah, that was that was not like good. Versus what you get. It yeah. does not look like what's in the picture. It does not. Not at all. Not. It was uh, about seven inches shorter than the picture. It wasn't full, and it was see through. So. So uh, that got donated as a costume. <laughs> yeah. And I'm trying to, I, you know, my books are all set where I live, which is a very ur- uh, rural area. Yeah. So I'm mm-hmm. like, maybe I'll do some kind of a famous Daisy Duke or something. I don't oh, care. Well, I got to, I got to drop about 40 pounds before I can do that. Oh, but heck no, you'd be a, you'd be a thick Daisy Dukes. Okay. You'd be a thickums. Do it that way. I want to be like these girls on TikTok, man, they're so gorgeous and they're so confident. And And I'm like, why can't I be confident? I'm like, I keep making videos and, you know, Sarge keeps telling me you're going to have to do one with your face one time. And I'm like, but do I have to? (laughs) I mainly just react to the hotties. I barely, I I like, ah. Yeah, I just, I wish I could be like those women and just embrace the womanly. Yes, me too. This is Um, why it's not, that's why it's not live. Yeah, I have to. Let me check my cameras. Hold on a second. Okay. This is why I can't do it live. And she's, she's an erotic old ass dog that just drives me nuts. Lay down, lay down. She's nine. The the one that doesn't bark at all. She's an Akita mix. She's eleven. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah, anyways, I've got, I've got a bunch of wiener dogs. You know that chaos. Yeah. yeah. Potato. Potato, and I have potato, and I have Winston, and I have um, potato's new daughter, Angel. But potato. Yes. <laughs> Where did that name come from? Oh, she looked like a little potato when we brought her home. So the kids named her that. My my best friend's daughter named her uh, bearded dragon Toast, <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, you be you, boo." These kids, what can you do? I I am ter- I can name characters all day long, but when it comes to naming animals, DJ, the one that was barking, mm-hmm. is actually Drexel Junior. So I had a dog named Drexel. She was my firstborn daughter because I didn't have kids. When I got DJ, she looked like Drexel as a puppy. I just called her Drexel Jr. because I couldn't think of a name and DJ stuck. Mm-hmm. Um, then I've had Redfish and Bluefish. We had Gray Cat. Boy Cat <laughs> is still here. Scarred Cat. Um, Stella was named by my niece. Like, <laughs> I, I, I can't name pets to, to say. We have a, oh, yeah. a groundhog living under my front porch that I call Chunkers because he's so <laughs> chunky. Like, I just, I suck at naming animals. I don't know. When it, we got here, we had chickens, and Susie was the first chicken. Mm-hmm. And after that, it was Susie one through seven. They were all Susie, just one through seven. Exactly. That's what you do. <laughs> That's how I name my kids, number one through number five. Be like George Foreman. <laughs> exactly. And now the baby... Now the the little toddler overlord, he's the, the overlord. overlord. Yes. Oh, I want to squeeze his cheeks. <laughs> I dressed him oh. up as a mime yesterday. It was hilarious. I saw it. I saw it. That was so adorable. He is so stinking cute. I love kids when they belong to somebody else. I forgot exactly. that aspect when I became a mom. Yeah. But I, I like know, kids when they go home. I was like, you know what? My husband was already it's like, we should have one more. And I'm like, first off. I'm 40-something years old. That's not happening. And I like to drink. And I'm like, number two, we've got older kids now to make babies and give Mm -hmm. to us. And Mm -hmm. then we can give them 
back. My kids are all out of the house. I am past, which I'm sterile anyways. My kids were adopted, but I have been making my house pretty because I no longer have to worry about handprints and and spilled food. My office, my cave was originally my boy's room because the boys shared a room. And I was talking to my mom one day and I kind of glanced up at the ceiling. There are perfect handprints on the ceiling. What the hell were they doing? This is my question, you know, and I'm like, my we, we usually I go crazy and I change carpets and everything for the spring. And then I'm like, by fall, it just, I still, they're still too young to give a shit. And plus yes. I have the overlord and three wiener dogs that think that they own my house. So I'm <laughs> like, you know what? I'm just going to make my area pretty. And, yeah. got, and this is what a family house should look like. It's supposed to look homey. Yeah. And lived in. Possibly the carpet is chewed on. Yep, stained up. I don't know, but I am going to go crazy for spring yet again, and I'm going to make (laughs) it pretty yet again. And then by Christmas, I'm going to be complaining yet again. (laughs) Yep, that's my house. My issue now is that dog hair everywhere. I have to vacuum every single day. If I don't, it looks like like a dog has died in the house. There's so much black (laughs) hair. And for some reason, I always get black dogs. And then because, you know, I'm a glutton for punishment, I adopted a one-eyed adult cat and he sheds so bad. Oh, gosh. Oh, my God. There's hair everywhere. Uh, that's, I think that's the good thing about wieners. They don't shed that much except for potato, but we keep her brushed. But Radar is the old one, and he's about maybe 11 years old. He's losing his fur. He's grumpy. He's an old man. He doesn't like to do anything, even if we have to get him up to put him outside to you know go pee. He grumbles, so he's fine. <laughs> we just leave him to in Lily's room. He's like, this is all I want to do now is just lay here. So I usually only have indie authors on here, but uh, I see some recent news. Oh yeah, from December twenty twenty one. Oh, what was what's the recent news? What's Hallmark. That? Oh, Hallmark. Crap. <laughs> yep. I um yeah I got signed with Hallmark, and um and right after that things you know followed the usual route I got an agent and from the Seymour agency I'm now signed with Tulay Publishing so I'm now what you call a hybrid author I'm indie and I'm also going the traditional published you know route so that's my life now I write for myself and I write for um traditional publishers in hopes that they will give my books a chance and I go to school (laughs) Yeah, culinary school, right? Oh no, I finished that. I'm a I'm certified chef now, but now I'm getting my PhD in English because apparently I'm a glutton for punishment. Think you muted yourself again. Damn it, I actually clicked off of it. <laughs> I was gonna say, how much do you need to do? Like you just you just keep going to school and uh, this is going to be the last the last bout at school, definitely. I just want to get my PhD in England. I mean, in English, because I'm I'm trying and I've got opportunities to lecture about creative writing overseas, like in England. Nice. So I want to have my credentials up to par when I'm talking. I want I want to have a doctor behind Dolly, Dr. Dolly Rose is talking about, you know, kind of the pretentious way, but that's basically what I want to do. And I more than likely will start teaching, you know, creative writing classes 
maybe in high school because I see so much little there's so many potential writers out yes. there that are not getting the instruction the that they need yes. and yes. Um, they have to know that it's easier now than it was to, you know even if they publish their work indie and I just want to you know teach them what I know the craft so that it's easier for them as opposed to what we went through you know yeah. with the hit and miss yeah uh, those are my plans that's why I'm back at school that's kind of cool though to get your doctorate if I were to start at school I would have to start from scratch like the prerequisites and everything because I went to beauty school but that's not you know, a degree in anything. I'm too tired. I got, I got the podcast. I got the YouTube. I've got the boys care for my house. I've got the books, which actually I just had to do another round of revisions on this new book. And I added, you know, usually you subtract, I yeah. added five more pages because the world building, it's something new to me. So mm-hmm. a lot more work to it. Um, you, you, I just had to segue off. You said that you're getting your doctorate. Does that mean you and uh, Sarge can play doctor now? <laughs> As we didn't, like we didn't just four. <laughs> now we're just going to put a legal name on it. <laughs> you're, I mean, you're a romance writer. We can go with that. I you know. know, this is, you know, this is what I'm going to have. I'm like, well, I am a doctor. <laughs> I, I know what I'm looking for, Sarge. Exactly. You know, this and that's how we all know him as is Sarge. Oh, yeah. I mean, even I call him that at home now. And he's, well, it's kind of like people don't really call me by my real name anymore everybody just calls me Dahlia like it's just segued into that sometimes even my family forgets but then there's my regular family that won't leave my nickname alone so I segued that into being a grandmother so growing up I was known as Gigi from some weird movie that my dad watched with some girl called Gigi and I'm like well that's just great (laughs) And could have been worse. Could have been Rosemary's baby. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Touche. But I finally got them to stop calling me, start calling me by my name. And then when you get back to Barbados, it's back to Gigi again. I'm like, you know what? When Deanna had got pregnant, she's like, what do you want the baby to call you? I'm like, Gigi, because you're not calling me grandma. Let's just, let's just use Gigi because I'm accustomed to it. All the kids in the family call my mom Gma because the little one started it. Mm-hmm. It's Gma. It's just always been Gma. Uh. See, that's cool, Glamma. Something yeah. cool, but not like my husband was like, "We'll just call you Mama or Mima." And I felt this urge to strangle him. Rising, it's like I'm cringe. Like, yeah, that I'm sounds like, no, just old. You're never calling me that ever. At I all. had my. I had my papa and I had my grandma and grandpa. Exactly. I never really knew my maternal grandmother. I was a year old when she died. I mean, that's an um, American thing in um, European countries and like in Barbados, which is under a European standard. We call our grandparents like grandmommy or granddaddy or, you know, ma. But yeah, I called my grandmother ma and I called my grandfather granddaddy. I like that, though. That's cute. I like grandmommy and granddaddy. Yeah. I like that. My nephew's newest thing is because uh, they call me Sucka, mm-hmm. which is, you know, not even close to Lynn. <laughs> but is when all the kids were learning to talk. The oldest came up with Sucka. Um, his new thing is I'm not his aunt. I'm his aunt. And we're not pronouncing it correctly. He said it's aunt. Exactly. I was like, well, first of all, you don't say aunt anything. You say Sucka. <laughs> you sounded so formal like hello aunt aunt you're my aunt so i was like no, okay boy. Oh, you he'll, do you he'll be he'll have a cup of tea with you at four o'clock 
right. He's so fun. All my nephews, they're hilarious. I always tease my siblings that they got my eggs because all my nieces and nephews are extremely intelligent and my siblings are not. And I don't care if they hear this podcast and hear me saying that, but all all my nieces and nephews are like really book smart. Mm -hmm. Like the oldest one wins spelling bees and, you know, that's my jam. That's, that's the stuff that I did. That's you. And and so the others are, are just, they're just the cloning cubicles for your progeny. Yeah, but how did they get my kids? Like, how did that happen? Like, <laughs> for your progeny now, you know, they should just, you know, just pack them up and give you all the credit. Well, I always tell them, if you're not nice to me and you don't keep calling me, you're not going to get anything when I die. I'm not going <laughs> to leave you anything when I die. Originally, which, the oldest boys were getting the trucks. Which until but... about 110. Well, only if I'm still spry. I know. Otherwise, I plan to be a spry 110 year old woman. By that time, you know, we might have some cyborg bodies that can download no my conscious in it. So these kids are overly smart right now. So I have no problem in thinking by the time I'm 110 years old, they will have, you know, completely, you know, modernized AIs and given us a future that's beautiful and gorgeous and possibly technological. Let's hope so, because things are not looking very pretty right now. Oh, yeah. I actually, last week, I, I didn't know what else to do, and I was going through what everybody else is with the world, and the only thing I could think of, I was I put my an entire box set on sale for 99 cents last week, for like a whole week. I just, I didn't know what else to do to give back, and I'm like, I don't have anything to give, so there you go, whole five full novels for 99 cents. I, oh. I just, yeah, it's over now, but I didn't know, it was... It's a scary world right now. It is. <laughs> it was not like that when you and I were kids. Oh, no, definitely not. I grew up, you know, being able to run around an island, go to the beach, visit my friends, sit up in a tree and read a book and eat mangoes. And I mean, even when I went home to Barbados, I see that kids aren't like how I was growing up. Yeah. I'm like, they're so, they don't understand the, you know, staying outside till the, till the street lights street come lights, on. Streetlights, yep. I mean, by the time the streetlights come on, yep. Eating dinner, taking a shower, and then just, you know, sitting down with a book. Mm-hmm. And it, it, they don't get, they don't get all of that. And I'm like, come on. You know, I, I feel like if at some point someone should create something to give kids a look at how we grew up and show them how right. beautiful it was, like a theme park of this is how we grew up. You spend Oh, they would days. hate it. They, they would they hate would. it. You know, I used to, when it, like there were heat advisories and things like that, and we'd had to stay inside. You might as well just spank my butt because I did not want to be in the house. Oh, I mean, we lived on an island. If it was hot, we went to the beach and played in the sand all day and swam and read books on the sand. I mean, no matter if it was heat or not, we found a way to get outside. Yep. Sprinklers, homemade slip and slides. Oh yeah. I do that with my kids, especially when Brennan was growing up. I always had stuff outside for them to do because his his birthday's in May and I used to always have these huge birthdays themed party for, for him and they always had to be outside because there's no reason being inside. You're, it's so no. pretty out. Yeah. I have uh, two in May, May 26th and 28th. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a fun two days. And it's always Memorial Day weekend. So having parties was always difficult. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, you were saying you wanted to get your doctorate so you can start teaching uh, creative writing. How old were you when you started? 
Um, I was 12 years old, actually, when I started writing. 12. So you always wanted to be a writer. I always wanted to be. I was a little girl in the islands thinking, how am I ever going to write? And basically came and I made the choice when I was moving to North Carolina. Like, if I'm going to be moving, I'm not going to go do a nine to five. I'm going to actually put us on a budget and I'm going to put a hand at this writing thing. Who knew it would have worked? Right, right. Um, I'm actually, when when I started making an actual income was the weirdest moment for me. I actually found a review in India mm-hmm. of someone calling me their favorite author. I was on cloud nine for a week. Like across the world, someone has not only heard of me and read my books, exactly. but considers me a favorite author. I went to Paris for the rare event and I was talking to people who actually knew my work and they lived in London and in France. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm isn't that crazy. I'm, I'm like, who knew I would be known like that? Now I'm going I had so much fun. I'm going back to the one for, in um, Edinburgh in May for Memorial Day weekend. So I am going to be in Edinburgh, you know, with my books and my stuff and hoping that I get a bunch of readers to come by and buy things. You're going to Edinburgh and like my only trip planned this year is in Illinois, three hours away from me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, you know, I can't fly because of my migraine disorder. Mm-hmm. I need to tell you something. I didn't even notice it until just now. I'm looking at my mouse pad that I've had for a very long time. And my mouse pad says, Dahlia Rose Books, Twitter, Dahlia Rose 1029, uh, Really? I've had, I have had this thing. I think my cave was still downstairs, so I've had this mouse pad for a long time. I've had to wash it many times, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I can't even remember having those, but yeah, hey. Yeah, I've had this mouse pad for a very long time. I just realized, I'm like, oh my God, I'm looking at your name. Oh, yeah, I do have some. And I, the ones that I have now is, well, my stained one that I have on on my coffee table is basically, you know, me and my Sarge, one that I created about, what, 10 years Aww. ago for us? And I'm like, oh, man, it's been a long time. Now, with your books, they're interracial romance. Mm-hmm. Where did you find your inspiration? Was it you and your husband? Was it, is it just like the rest of us, it just pops in your head? Um it's a combination of maybe it pops in my head and of the fact that diversity and, um, you know, Barbados is more of a European standard, like I said. So, you know, there's a bunch of interracial marriages. You know, my family's always been, you know, married to different cultures. I have an aunt that was Chinese. I have an uncle that were married to, you know, white women and everything. And it's just something that I grew up with seeing, you know, love and so many different you know formats that's why my tagline is love has no color because i've never seen anyone you i learned about basically learned about racism and the stuff that goes on when i came to united states and i learned about it really truly in the south when um me and sar started going out dating and we got the looks and i was like oh so this is a thing but i this is why i write um i write everything i write you know Latina X, I write, you know, white, I write African American, I write interracial primarily because to me, love is love is mm-hmm. love. So it's a combination of all of that. And I had to say that I'm completely blessed in the way that I grew up because I didn't have to 
think about, you know, does this person like me or not like me because of the color of my skin? Yes. I was very naive in that aspect. I I didn't really know racism until like high school because I grew up. um, I only have one biological uncle on my daddy's side and he was born with severe uh, uh, cerebral palsy. But I have four aunts of color. Mm-hmm. I have an uncle who was born, you know, uh, drug and alcohol, you know, fetal alcohol syndrome. So I grew up with like a variety of races and just, dis- you know, disabilities yeah. and just like my whole world was so, so I'd go to a friend's house and I'd be looking at the pictures. I'm like, where's your white family? Where's your <laughs> black family? Like it was, it was weird to me that we didn't all grow up that way. Exactly. So like, it's a bit of yeah. a culture. A United States for me was a bit of a culture shock. It's not that it said that it's not happening in Europe and other places. Right. But I didn't see it. And I was very naive to that fact. And then I had to learn quickly that everyone's not going to like me because of the color of my skin. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not everybody's cup of tea, but I might be everybody's glass of vodka. So you never know. Hey, hey, I like that. I'm using that one. (laughs) I'm stealing that phrase. You can have it. I'm using that one. Yeah, it's just watching kids pick on each other because, you know, one of my friends had hearing aids. He was deaf. And then, you know, there was this guy that I I actually don't know what his disability was, but it was some kind of an intellectual disability picking on him at Walgreens. And I was raised from an early age. You don't put up with bullshit. No. So like I, you know, I never understood it because I grew up was such a wide variety. Like I told you before, my aunt is literally from Chile. Mm -hmm. My uncle was trying to learn Spanish. She was trying to learn English and they were on this website (laughs) and they fell in love. And so now she lives here, works here, but then they go back to Chile, um, usually around December. And they spend a couple months with her family and then they come back and she keeps trying to get me to go, but I can't fly for one thing. And for the other, there's a whole lot of people packed in really closely. Yeah. That's that's kind of like Barbados. I'm trying to take all the kids down. We took Brennan last year, so I'm trying to take all the kids down and, you know, rent an Airbnb and we all be there for Christmas because I know my family's going to do all the cooking and I won't have to cook and or decorate. So if I if I lose some more weight, I might be able to fit into one of your suitcases. Okay. You know what? You I'm, don't even have to lose the weight. To fit. You just need to come on and be part of the family, and we are mm-hmm. okay. We we love everyone. Well, you got me at the cooking because I mean I'm a foodie. I love food. Oh, food is amazing. This is why I became a chef. Food is so amazing. I will well, never ever be anything under a size 12 because I like food and I don't I love food. I don't like dieting and I don't like exercise. I'm going well, to I keep it. saying I'm on a lifestyle change because my issue isn't so much the food as it is the candy. Oh. I love candy so much I can't. to the point where I will get like a family size bag of M&Ms. I'll eat it watching TV. I can't eat candy. I'm not a oh, sweets person or love sweets. person, but I am a savory person. I like making the chips and the dips mm. and the ceviches and, you know, the different things that I can, the comfort foods, the mac and cheeses, the breads, the soups. Mm. I am that person. Shut up. I've had Greek yogurt with some granola. Oh, Dude, you're disgusting. killing me. What are you trying to do? I've, I've had eggs. I'm supposed to get more protein in my body. Yeah, that's where you put <laughs> eggs and chicken in it. You don't put 
Ugh, God. I, I well, I've been, I've been eating a lot. Of, my mom has chickens and she won't eat her eggs. She buys eggs. Mm-hmm. So I've been eating a lot of eggs lately. I've been trying to walk more because, you know, you know, sitting down at the desk all day. Yeah. Like right now I'm sitting talking to you. When I YouTube, I'm sitting down. Then I got to sit down for three hours to edit the YouTube video. And then I sit down to write. Yep. So I'm trying to, I take the girls with me and we go and where I live is rural. So it's, mm-hmm. it's quiet. There's trees. I just, I can just, whoosah, you know? Yep. I, I walk when I go to between classes and I think that's probably the most exercise I get. I'm one of those people that is kind of like those old Renaissance painting where everybody was lush and, you know, and chunky and everybody loved them because they look so gorgeous and Rubenesque and voluptuous. That's how I live my life. You know what? That was a sign of money. Exactly. I don't have any money, but you know what? I like, I like, I like that kind of perception that I'm nice and you know, you know, luscious curves and everything. And I, I like that. I don't, I've tried so many times to diet. It doesn't work. I've tried so many times to, you know, be like one of those people that go into the gym with a trainer and right. I, I found out that I don't like sweating. So, you know, what? I try, I have diriculitis, so I eat healthy most of the time. And I eat a lot of my own meals. I cook a lot because Fresh meals are best for me. Oh yeah, and me and fast food do not get along. But and no. I don't, I don't eat sweets, and I very rarely, if it's cheesecake, I will be there. I will eat a cheesecake for a slice of cheesecake until it's gone. So I, I will only eat cheesecake with fruit on it. Exactly. Cheesecake's too rich for me. It's and gonna have some fruit drizzled on there. Fresh fruits or fresh fruit compote. Yes, and I cannot eat it. Just like I, I, I would eat it all so I don't keep it in the house. I buy it by slices <laughs> so that I can only eat that slice. And I do it infrequently because of the dairy and the diviculitis. But yeah, I like that's my food. issue is all my food intolerances. And yeah. I'm allergic to onions. I'm allergic to, to garlic and all the most delicious things. I'm lactose intolerant, but they have lactate pills now. Or oh, you yes. can buy like lactose free milk. Milk is life. Yeah, well, lactose-free ice cream. Briars has lactose-free ice cream. And it's made with real sugar, so I don't get the fructose. So I can still eat my ice cream. Yeah. And when we were in Paris, we stopped for gelato. And I can never not eat gelato ever again. I don't want regular ice cream. I just want gelato now. Never had it. Oh, my God. It was so good. Never had it. It I'm always trying to try new. Like, I always tell people if it's gross, like if it's squirrel, don't tell me until after I've eaten it. Mm -hmm. But I'll try anything once. Exactly. I didn't try the escargot in Paris because. Mm, It's snails. uh, Yeah. And this is the thing. So they do a huge buffet every morning at the hotels. And I mean, there's everything from like poached mushrooms and, you know, breads and cheeses and fruits and everything. And I'm like, I could live here happily. I can't, just to eat. I know. I was like, <laughs> honey, I need to like write in Paris for a month. And he was like, you will eat everything. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Everything's so delicious. And then on the buffet area, they had um, a basket full of escargot. <laughs> and exactly. And people are taking them up by the scoopfuls and putting them on their plate. And I'm watching them and I'm like, you know what? It, there might come a time, you know, where I have to eat this because it's some dis you know, dystopian world and I have to 
you know, you think like I do. <laughs> you know, but it's not the apocalypse yet, so I'm okay. I, I won't eat that. If somebody were to take it out of the shell and put it on my plate and not tell me, nope. I'll try it. I will know but... what it is because I've we had to make it when I was in chef school, and I will know what it is, and I will be like, there is no way in hell I'm eating that. Uh, I mean, and I won't. I won't eat oysters because it looks like oh, snot. I love it oysters. Just, so it looks like snot, but they taste so good. And I'm gonna someone, take your word for it. Someone was like, you know what? You know, you'd lose weight if you went to be a vegetarian or a vegan. I was like, shut your dirty, you know. Why? Mouth. Don't you don't need that negativity? I you don't need that like, negativity. My, I want a steak, and it has to yes. be almost to the point of mooing. You know? Oh, sister, <laughs> yes. I always say, cut the horns off, wipe its ass, walk it by the fire, slap it on my plate. Exactly, because you know keep that flavor in and mm-hmm. they were like how do you eat that and I'm like with a knife and a fork and a fork yeah, no sauce if it's done well I make my husband a ribeye uh pan-seared ribeyes with garlic uh, garlic butter and rosemary yes mm. yes yes you see now I think we, I might make that for dinner now we've gone off to- we've gone into <laughs> way food. off topic oh, let's go back you know, all you had to say so- was food <laughs> because food is life yeah amen Amen. If I can't enjoy things in life like food and wine and rum and gin and, you know, other assortments of things, then why am I here? That's what my mom says. If you can't have fun doing it, what's the point? What's the point of doing it? Everywhere we go, people know we're there because we play like we clown everywhere we go. You know, and I always tell Sarge when we travel, I'm like, you know, what? at the end of this world, when me and you are laying in bed, taking our last breath because you're dying with me, homeboy. Oh, yeah. You ain't going to be here by yourself. It's me and you together. So I told Mike we had to do a June and Johnny. One yep. of us has to go quick after. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm like, when at that point, when we are 110 years old and we're basically just spinal cords with eyeballs at this point, <laughs> you know, and arms, I'm like, we're going to look at each other and we're going to say we lived. And that's how oh, I live yeah. my life. I live my life and I say I live it all because I'm not going to regret anything. Yeah. I have so much everything. fun. I'm at the point like that age where if I don't want to do it, I'm not going to go do it just exactly. because you want to. I want to have fun doing it. I'm in my Rose Nylon, you know, Betty White stage at 46 years Amen, old. Amen, like, sister. I'm yes. like, I, I just say what I want when I want and do what yep. I want. And I am not apologizing to anyone yep. for yep. it. Because I'm 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 old enough now. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I know not to like outwardly of intentionally offend, offend yes. somebody. Yep. Yeah, but but I you know I'm I'm gonna have fun. Exactly. So and I don't we, care what people think. I'm just like you know what I'm gonna live my life how I want to live my life. So amen. So you're done with culinary school. Yep. Now you're getting your doctorate. So how are you finding the school and writing balance? Uh I, it's fine for me because I either I. When I set up my classes, I usually set them up for a few days a week where I am going to class because I do like, you know, the in-class setting and I do take some online classes. And then I have this, my free days and my weekends is what I, when I really do the bulk of my writing, but I also take my computer with me. And if I've got a lapse of an hour or two between classes, instead of coming home, I just go find a nice little empty classroom and I just sit there and I write. That's, I've been trying to teach on my YouTube channel, Time Budgeting. Mm -hmm. So if you have a load of laundry you're waiting on, sit down and write. Exactly. 
If you need to do dishes, write 500 words, get up, do the dishes, go sit back down. I use my um, Sundays, especially, especially now that Sunday's Easter. I won't write, but I use my um, Sundays as I write in the mornings till maybe like about three. And then my afternoons is cooking and wine time where I cook, I play my music, I dance around. And anyone that walks through my kitchen is ten, you, you better dance. <laughs> At least give me a shimmy shake. So they try to avoid the kitchen. But I'm like, no, it's Easter time. And I know they're going to come out trying to sneak little bits and bites. So I'm going to catch them I- all. I don't think we're going to have a full house this year because no one's responding on whether they're coming. So I might just make a little half ham for me and my husband. If my mom wants to come, my kids, they've been doing their own thing. And yeah. So. I mean, I, my kids usually come home for Easter and because they know I'm going to make all the stuff that they like. And I like that because I will cook and I will sit down. They will eat. I won't eat because that, by that point I'm full with all the snacking. <laughs> Tasting everything. I know. <laughs> And then, you know, Lily's like, mom, can you make the peach bread pudding, make the peach bread pudding? And I'm like, okay, I'll make the peach bread pudding. So I like that aspect because I get to do what I love and I get to cook and I get to dance around the kitchen, you know, with my husband, do a little shimmy shake, get him to twerk a little bit, smack his ass. (laughs) Kids get disturbed and they leave. See, people are like, I don't need to see what you're having for Thanksgiving. I don't need to see what you're doing for Christmas. I freaking love it because I have so many friends that are either in this country from another place or live in other countries and celebrate. I love to see what everybody's doing because we don't all celebrate the same way. Exactly. We don't all celebrate the same way. And why the hell not? And anyone that doesn't want to see me posting pics of my family celebrating or me smacking Sarge on the butt or us (laughs) dancing around on the kitchen or, you know, water fighting in the living room. I don't, I don't care. Scroll past. Scroll Scroll past past me because I'm going to put it out there for the world. I have nothing to hide. Why am I going to, it tends to, Social media seems to me like to tend to, you know, focus on the bad and never the mm-hmm. good. It, mm-hmm. it has, we have to balance it out some way to show some kind of joy because it's getting to a point where it's so, it makes you so despondent that you don't want yeah. to be on it anymore. Well, during when uh, 2020, when all that started, uh, the, the pandemic started, I actually took a week break mm-hmm. because, you know, we didn't know what was going on. We no. thought we were all dying. We thought it was contagion, the movie. Exactly. And everybody else's panic was actually, even though I live in this little bitty tiny town and I don't tend to leave much. And, and when I was working, um, I worked in an office with one other person. So like, but they had me so worked up. I'm like, this is not good. And I took a break Rob, from social media. Kane, I'm on a podcast. You just went through all your kids' names. <laughs> oh my god, I that. Uh, you just went through all your kids' names. I know, literally, I don't know which one is at the point. I'm just calling them anything at this pot point. I'm just like, I'm tired. I don't care about your names anymore. <laughs> we are we are all named similar names, like similar letters in my family. So my mom likes always tripping over it or she'll say the wrong name. And I know who she's talking about, but I still correct her. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I keep telling them my head is filled with words and books and people that live in there. I don't have any space for names. So if I say, you you know, I'm calling one of you, just wait until I land on a name like Wheel of Fortune and then do. (laughs) Just just do it. Don't don't expect me. I don't even remember. 
I'm always like, Sarge, get me the, you know, thingamajiggy, the whatchamacallit, the whodunit. He's like, use your words. And I'm like, I don't have words. Just pick something. Just, just know what I want. You're supposed to love me. Know what's in my head. Because of my migraine thing, I uh, I tend to lose my words a lot. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, I, that thing, the thing's leaking. What thing? And I'm pointing at the floor, I'm like the toilet. And there's the thing that comes out. And it's, I was yeah. trying to say the shutoff valve. I was trying to tell him the shutoff valve. And I, I couldn't, that, 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 which, that down there. There's people living in my head right free. I have no other space oh. to give. Oh, listen, I just finished binging Vikings from like, what was it, 2015? Oh, Those characters lived in my head long after. Like, here's the thing. Lagatha, mm-hmm. not the actress, Lagatha. Mm-hmm. She made me question my sexuality. Oh, God, I love her. Did you see the new one, Vikings Valhalla? That's how we went back to Vikings. I I was, you know, just scrolling through when when my husband's playing pool or whatever. And and I'm like, oh, that looks really good. So we sat down, we watched. I'm like, okay, you know what? I think that that's coming from a different one. So we went and we found that one on Prime. Yep. And literally, that was like, I looked forward to it every day. Got to get my writing done. Got to get my writing done. Because we'd eat dinner and we'd go turn on Vikings. And like, I was obsessed. So the next animals we get are Ragnar and Lagatha. Oh, you see, beautiful. I love Ragnar. Oh, God, I love those him. Those eyes. Those eyes. Oh, God, he was. Oh. He is everything. Oh, my God. And now there's this new movie called The Norseman on April yes! 22nd. Oh, oh, my God, I just got so excited. Believe, Sorry. I will be <laughs> in the theaters. Well, <laughs> here's your little fun trivia in case you didn't already know. Floki is Alexander's, Alexander Skarsgård's brother. Yep, and so is Bill Skarsgård who yes. plays the It Clown. Pennywise, yes. And Stellan Skarsgård from Exorcist. I know is their father. all of them. Yep. That family yep. should be protected at all costs. Well, and I, I told my husband, like, I, I feel bad saying this, but Alexander got the looks. Yeah, he did, but the other one still got the machismo, and I'm like, I would, I would, I want to kick any of you out of my bed. Oh no, come on in, come on in. Well, my two biggest crushes are Jason Momoa and Chris Hemsworth. I've already told my husband if Jason Momoa came to the door, baby, I'll see you later. Exactly, (laughs) you know that's me and Alice from True Blood when Alexander Skarsgård was on. I loved him, and Sarge has such a jealous fish thing about him he he despises <laughs> this man just because i was i was fascinated with him i'm like he's oh. pretty to look at and he's like am i yes, not pretty is. to look at you are sweetie but you were not him. not him not him i mean you know the visuals and, and well my he, husband's is alexandria Oh God, the V, the hip bone, the that hands, oh. the reach of those hands. Oh my gosh. Ooh, okay, sorry. And did we you just, see girl, those? we just went. This is what happens when you get two romance authors exactly. talking. You can't oh. expect anything but it. And then the poster for Northman when he's just in that boat over dirt. I'm like, Jesus, take oh. the wheel, man. Y'all don't even know what you're starting. I don't even like going to the theater, but I might be going because I don't want to wait. I love during the pandemic they were releasing it on because yeah, I'll pay. I'll pay to, to rent it, you yeah, know. Yeah, but, I, but I'm, I'm going to the theaters for this because yeah, our theaters I might, are a movie bistro thing, so I can get my beer, I can get my chicken tenders. I don't have that. And There's the truffle fries. We, and I'm ready. 
We saw Joker at one of those big stadium type ones where you can lay down and stuff. Yeah. Um, which when I was watching Joker, I kept thinking it was so dark. And I'm watching, I'm like, what? Why they say this is dark? This is really sad. Oh, that's why. Yep. Like, yep. Okay. Yep. Can you it? Now we know why it's so dark. Okay. Holy crap. Later tonight, I'm going to be watching the new Batman. It finally dropped down on HBO Max again. We went and saw it in the theaters. Loved it. We're watching it again tonight. Let me know. Did you like it? I mean, I loved it. it. I loved it. Okay. Robert well, Pattinson people were making did. fun of Edward Cullen going to be Batman. I'm like, y'all don't understand. He's actually a really good actor. He is. And he just, you know, he fit into that area between, you know, Kristen Bale and Ben Affleck. You know, that area where he's more of a young, you know, Batman. And he's still trying to figure out what he, he is. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that that needed and god knows i didn't like ben affleck as batman i did i did christian bale's been my favorite who has been your favorite michael keaton always going to be the original batman for me and who's your favorite joker uh it's going to be i'm sorry it's going to be um jared leto i loved him really i I liked Heath ledger ledger okay well Heath ledger was the first yeah because he he played that part so well. I'm sorry that it probably, I think it's one of the reasons that he, you know. He really, went crazy. Yeah. yeah. He had such a tortured soul about it, but he played that so well. Yeah. He was a severe uh, method actor. Mm-hmm. Just Major like when method he actor. Was in, um, there was only one season of it, Roar, where he was the um, the Celtic, you know, the boy king, Celtic boy king. And, oh, I didn't see that one. Oh, you need to go find that, ma'am. You know, it's funny because everybody's like, you need to go watch this. You need to go watch that. And I have about an hour to two hours each <laughs> night that I have to watch TV. So I'm like, right now I was forced to watch Supernatural. Oh, um, oh yeah. You okay, were, I you like it. But I got to be honest, it's very... WB eleven. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying it. It's I'm on season four. Yep. I don't know that I'll go through season fifteen. I oh god, it's fifteen. I, I'm fifteen. I yeah, at like nine or ten. I like the brothers, but then it started to yeah. get a little mm, for me. And <sighs> I, I that's I, how I, that's how True Blood got for me with the the fairies. Oh yeah, I mean True Blood after the you know the fairies got a little cray cray for me, and yeah, I was like, that you was, know what. I didn't even watch the last season. Uh, I You didn't miss much. I was very disappointed. Yeah. But, you know, what I do is when I'm writing, I have, I need background noise. I don't need music. Yes. I need background noise. So I put the TV on some, you know, nondescript murder show from the BBC is my life. I watch all of their murder shows. Their series. <laughs> <laughs> I watched everything. I'm on Death in Paradise right now. And I'm like, you know what? This is how I watch TV. And then at it night- but see, it can't be something that I, I, I haven't seen because then I'll pay too yes, much attention. Yes, yeah. exactly. And I find myself yeah. doing that. I was trying to do it, like use Vikings as background noise. And I'm like, no, nope, yeah. this isn't working. No, because then you want to, I always look up. I started, you know, you get anxiety and you rewatch the same shows. Yeah. Um, four o'clock, generally the office comes on on Comedy Central. So that yeah. four o'clock that turns on. But yeah, when, like if my husband's playing pool and I have anxiety, I go back to the Vikings. Oh, yeah. Vikings. I've tried so hard to, and I don't care if I watched it and I'm just using it as background noise for Mm -hmm. when I'm writing. It usually ends up with me watching it. And I'm like, you can't do that anymore. Watch Murder Max. Watch people get murdered. I'm like, okay. Oh, background noise. (laughs) 
this latest book that I just finished, and I'm, I'm going to be working on book two soon, um, it needed Norse folk music, mm. of all things. Mm. Love this. I decided to get on, uh, uh, what is it called, Spotify? Mm-hmm. And I actually paid because the commercials were throwing me off. You know, when you're in a scene and you're going, and now Vic- Vicodin is, what? Mm-hmm. You're, you're like, pulling me out. You know, erectile dysfunction. You're like, what? Right. You're throwing me out here. Okay, before we end this, I am a co-host on Let's Get Mystical. It's all things supernatural, paranormal. Um, We do a this or that. And so I told Genevieve, which is the host, I'm just Mm -hmm. a co-host, that I'm going to steal it for my guests. Okay. So this is rapid fire. You can think if you need to, but all right. Okay. Werewolves or vampires? Vampires. Time traveler, aliens. Aliens. Supernatural or ghost whisperer? Supernatural. Charmed or bewitched? Charmed. Ah, romance or dystopian? Both. <laughs> you know, I would say dystopian romance. So. Exactly. Dystopian <laughs> romance or romance dystopian, whichever, but both. Right. Coffee or tea? Coffee. That's my girl. Spring or summer? Neither. Fall really? or winter. Fall and oh. winter. I'm a, I'm a spring or fall girl. I'm a Scorpio. I need fall and winter. Those are my times to shine. <laughs> Oh, I can't. I have seasonal affective and I live in the Midwest, so I'm we get dying. lots of clouds. I'm dying right now from the allergies, basically. I'm on so much allergy pills. Oh, yeah. I had to I, pop a Zyrtec before we came on. I had, I'm had. i on Zycam and that makes you drowsy and it, I'm Benadryl. I'm taking them together to the point that I don't even feel the effects anymore. How are you even awake? Exactly. And I'm like, Good how am Lord. I doing that? I took three Benadryls yesterday and Naima Simone is like, how are you writing? I'm like, at this point, it's in my bloodstream. I'd be on the couch <laughs> asleep. All right. Pen or pencil? Pencil. Really? Yeah. Tank tank tops or tees? Tees. Flip-flops or sneakers? Flip-flops. Ocean or land? Land. Beach or woods? Beach. Music or silence? Music. Country or pop? Pop. Sweet or savory? Savory. Yeah, I knew the answer to that one already. <laughs> iPhone or Android? iPhone. Going to a club or dancing in the kitchen? Dancing in the kitchen. <laughs> Cat or dog? Dog. Beer or whiskey? Whiskey. Demons or angels? Oh, wow. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with demons. Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings? Lord of the Rings. Now, this next question determines our friendship. Okay. Marvel or DC? Marvel. Good girl. girl. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Trek. Van Helsing or Interview with a Vampire? Interview with a Vampire. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about right there. You know, I'm still grieving Anne Rice's death. I know. Me too. And I'm waiting to see that new show AMC is bringing down with the new Interview with a Vampire. And I'm like, you better do this justice. If uh, You know, there's going to be a whole lot of us like outside with picket, pick, picket signs, if not, because... Oh my God! You that, better Ian, do this justice. It's all I'm well, saying. Ian Rice is who gave me the paranormal world because I, yeah, yeah. from fifth grade on, was uh, Stephen King, and in seventh grade I found Ian Rice, and it's yes. been paranormal ever since. Yes. Do you know I have email communication with Ann Rice? Oh God! Look at you! you I printed it out. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Hello. I printed it out because I, I was shaking and ran to my husband with the phone. She answered me. <laughs> and it's so stupid because, you know, you and I are authors. We know. Oh, I fangirl like a fiend. Don't I even know. start. 
But then isn't it weird though? Because like, what if somebody fangirls over us and we're so weird? And like, I literally, right before I got on this show, put on my walk-in clothes. Before that, I was wearing oversized, ripped up, purple and pink plaid flannel pants with an oversized, my husband's uh, like black t-shirt with a powder blue triple X didn't fit me too big uh, powder blue sweater. Yeah, I yeah. have basically, I, you know me, I don't wear pants. So I'm in boxers and a Van Gogh t-shirt. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's how I live. And I rem- I know we are authors. Yeah, but we are allowed to fangirl. Oh, when yeah. I, Kay Hooper, Bishop, Bishop series is one of my favorite. And I saw her on Facebook and I friended her on Facebook. And then I said something and she commented and I was in, I was a yep. fool. I acted the fool yeah i was like you know that you're in this profession right i'm like i don't care these people change our lives this is how <laughs> i learned to love you know mystery and reading and romance and the, the people that i read when i stole the romance books from my aunt which i really didn't steal they used to let <laughs> me borrow them because my mom would let me but they would say borrow them read them bring them back and i'm like this is how i do Oh, man. Uh, Teresa Gableman's one of my favorites. She popped in my live feed once and I was like, <gasps> and then Diane Duvall is like one of my all time. She can write her grocery list and publish it and mm-hmm. I would buy it. Mm-hmm. She like commented on something I said and I was like, oh, my God. And I know, I know that we're weirdos and drink too much coffee and like talk to ourselves. But it's like when an author can make you feel a certain way. Yes. And that's all I've ever wanted from my work is yeah. to make someone else feel the way I felt reading that book. Exactly. You know, I had a reader. Um, she popped into my DM and it went to spam and I didn't see it. I very rarely checked that, but I happened to check it that day and I saw her and I answered and she went, I mean, she went, po- she's like, oh my God, you answered me. Oh my God. Oh my God. And I was like, okay, <laughs> calm down. It's okay. She was asking me about, you know, when my final dragon is going to come out. She didn't expect me to answer. She's like, I didn't expect you to answer. And I'm like, but why? She's like, because you're, you're Dahlia Rose and you write. And I'm like, you, you know, I don't see myself like that, right? I generally yeah. just walk around not wearing pants all day. She's like, I love that about you. I'm like, when okay. someone comes to my table and they're excited and yes. I'm like, you know, I'm a total dork, right? Like I'm very awkward and I'm going to say something stupid. Exactly. So just fair warning. I'm an extroverted introvert and I yep. say geeky things. Yeah. I always pop off with the wrong thing. At the, I laugh at funerals, not because it's funny, but because I'm awkward and exactly. like my body just, yeah. Oh yeah. And I don't, you don't know. I don't know what to do with my hands when I'm on panels and no you know pocket pockets are life show them in your pockets pockets in skirts need to be made a requirement of all garments no deeper pockets for women's clothes need to be made a requirement how am i gonna put my phone and my lipstick and a Mm -hmm. pack of Tito's in there i can't i've been showing because my husband i'm like do men not know this and i've been showing him little things and asking him did you know about this and are you serious? Like he didn't know that we pretty much cramp for three weeks of a month. You know, <laughs> like we have the pre, the during and the post. He's like the whole time. I'm like, yeah, yes. like he had no idea. And then Love I showed it. him his pockets and his pants. And then my, he's like, well, how do you use them? I'm like, we don't, we <laughs> there's nothing to them. You can put your phone in your back pocket, hope it don't fall out. And you can shove the tips of your fingers in your front pockets. Like, that's exactly. it. <laughs> and I'm like, nope, you know, can't, can't, we don't get 
they don't give us enough pockets. They don't give us enough no. anything. I'm just like, you know what? If it wasn't for us, the world wouldn't have people in it. Amen. <laughs> uh, speaking on that topic, have you checked out the Impreg or Omegaverse yet? I have not. I I don't. I might have to read it just to see. Wait, is it the men? The men pregnant? Men pregnant? Yeah, I M preg. about that in Paris, and I'm like, this is, is this a thing? Really? This is like a booming genre. People are like exploding with it. I could never write it because I—that's not what I write. But like, I might have to go find one and check this oh, out. Now I'm curious to what is the, so the men are pregnant is what you're yes. saying? Yes. Yeah, M preg. Yeah. Like it's obviously like a paranormal type thing, but like, I don't know, man, if men had to get pregnant and go through that, I can't see the world continuing any further. Their minds would break. I mean, no way. They, uh, they see us in labor and they're like, I remember Sarge was looking at the little machine on my tummy that would, you know, would measure the contractions and he'd be like, Oh, there's another one. And I'd be dying. And I'm like, I'm going to kill you. (laughs) This is not fun for me. He's like, but the little the little thing just bounces. And I'm like, you want to feel it from thy, this side? Right. Have you seen those little contraptions they put on men's bellies and oh, they show them well, like the cramp, just, just menstrual cramps and they're doubling over and dying? I'm like, I'm oh, like, that's... You know what? That's not even like half of what no. we go through. That's just life for us. I know. Like, I'm like, we deal with this from the age of what 11 12 till mm-hmm. about 55 60 now girl i'm i'm coming to my end Ugh, i'm like yep we you could be jealous <laughs> oh, no. at, le- at least i hope i'm coming to the end Ma'am. and i'm not pregnant i took a pregnancy test Ma'am. and it said negative <laughs> i am i went and i was like i'm over this and i went and i did the hysterectomy and i'm like take it all throw it in the streets i don't care i'm not using it anymore i've been trying to get one but doctors won't do it yeah i i had to get and that's another thing i had to get my husband's permission to have a hysterectomy excuse me yes even though i'm 46 and i've had five children i did this in um maybe two years ago and the doctor said i said yes yeah i see why you want because you know heavy cycles stuff like that and then he said but we need to bring your husband in and so he can give approval i'm like why this isn't his uterus that's my body right exactly and they literally had to bring him in and he had to sign paperwork saying that he gives me permission to get rid of my uterus and i'm like oh, we don't we don't have that missouri like, my doctors didn't want though. me to do it because i was asking since i was like 30 yeah <laughs> that's why they didn't want to do like, it oh, I, he said what if i had said no i'm like you'd have been dead on this hospital floor you've been dragging yourself out by your fingertips uh, nope and i'm like why is this the thing that we can't have our own autonomy to deal with our own they don't know anything about what we go through why that's what i i i've been asking my husband and he didn't yeah so many things and i guess i thought it was like just like common knowledge but no no it's not nope so this whole men prank thing is interesting to me because my my vulcan logic brain i'm like is how do they get pregnant how do they have the babies where are they are they pushing it out of their peepees like what's happening i know i want to check this out is this kind of some some kind like a magical ethereal thing where they just glamour out of the uterus i need to know or maybe they have both 
I have questions. So many. Yeah, I might, have, I might have, have to check questions it out. now. I know. I, I, I do this like Amazon ad challenge with Brian Cohen mm-hmm. um, every quarter or something like that. And somebody came on and was talking about it. I'm like, what the hell is Impreg? And I had to go like Google it. I was like, this is a whole new genre. Is it like the dino porn? Girl, I don't know. Because that was a thing, and I was very disturbed by that. You need to go. I got to find her page and tag you on TikTok. She reads passages from obviously male-written perspective romance. Please tag me on that. Oh, where her her breast tingled with awareness. Oh my God! There was one when there was one that she breasted down the stairs boobily, and I I oh, what I fell off the chair laughing. And oh, uh, she was so in love with him that she was able to stop her menses. Exactly. That's how she showed her. Oh, there was what? one where the lady was just like it just shot out one time and she was done. And I was like, wait, what? So oh. now every- or how about virgins having sex and there's blood gushing everywhere? Like, what? What did you puncture? This? It's like, is uh, she dead? Var- yeah, like, <laughs> did you, kill you, her? Are, you can always not always tell. Like, I've read some that I found out later they were men, but the majority of the time I could tell if this was written by a exactly. man. Exactly. My whole thing now is if I see Rob downstairs, I'm like, hey, babe, I'm breath, I'm breath, I'm coming down the stairs boobily. And he's like, a boobily. He's like, you need to stop that. Oh my I lord! I can't let it go. I can't. There's, there's just certain things that uh, if somebody writes that they creamed their panties, I nope, know. I I'm done. Like, mm, no, nope. yep. sounds like a chocolate eclair, and this is one of the reasons why I can't eat chocolate eclairs anymore. <laughs> I can't. After I read that, I kept thinking chocolate eclair, and I cannot eat them anymore. I just can't. I can't. Oh my god! You've got to come back on sometime. <laughs> Will you come back? I will definitely come back. This has been awesome. So the sites that I have you for, your website is www.daliaroseunscripted.com. Yep. They can find your blog. Is that still active? Uh, Maybe not, but you, they can find me on social media. It's author Dahlia Rose on TikTok or Dahlia Rose 1029 on Instagram and Twitter. And you can always find me on Facebook. Oh, this was too much fun. It was. I, like, I just looked at the counter and we're like over an hour and like, I'm still not done, but <laughs> I will come back anytime you invite me. This was awesome. Taya, thank you so much. I'll see y'all next week. Make sure you guys leave a review and subscribe. Bye.